You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Could I be more excited for the season, Daniel? The answer is no, I can't be more excited. It's impossible. Uh, If you found us, you found two fans that love talking about UGA basketball and football. And right now, basketball is like that uh, that child friend on the street that you invited along because you had to, because your mom told you to. Um, it's football season. Don't don't at me with anything else right now. And yeah, Daniel, I love talking about it constantly. We're not gurus or insiders, so if you're thinking we're going to have some breaking information on a recruit, guess what? No one does until hold on the recruit says where he's going, and even then. Who knows until he's wait for it in the jersey. And even then, even then. wait for it, ask, he may leave. Ask Florida fans who were really excited about Ari Gilbert if, oh. uh, if, if b- being committed and on campus even matters. Nope, it don't. Man. It don't. Uh, we're not gurus or insiders, but we are two fans of UGA that love UGA football so much. That we talk about it with each other, and we allow you on this journey. We welcome you on this journey to talk to us. Um, we don't take ourselves too seriously, nor each other. So we encourage you to have some fun with this podcast. That's right. That's what's here for to entertain and talk about things that matter deeply to us uh, and to you, our fellow Georgia fans. And so, welcome. Glad that you're here. Thanks so much for listening, downloading, subscribing to the podcast. Thanks so much for. Uh, all of the ratings and reviews and positive comments and feedback that we get, we really do appreciate it a great deal. There are a bunch of you who listen to the show, and as we get closer to the season, that number is only going up and up. And so we appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for telling your friends about the podcast and whatever else it is that you do to help us out. We could not be more grateful. Uh, if you'd like to... Uh, Leave us a comment or a question or a thought or a segment idea, maybe a this or that, or just give us your opinion about something Georgia-related. We would love to hear it. LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com is the email address. At Dogs Podcast is the Twitter handle. Follow us on there or send us an email, and we would love to chat with you about whatever is going on. Um I'll tell you what's going on, Clint. What's that? It's uh, you say you couldn't be more excited to this about the season. What if I told you that as of today, Tuesday, mm. Mm. the twenty seventh of July, we have uh, broken the forty day barrier, and it is now thirty nine days. Daniel, I'd like to let you know that the excitement of the 40 day barrier being broken is fantastic. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. By the way, uh, that is. Thrilling, Daniel. It's just it's it's less than 40 days. You understand I, that people have fasted for longer. Oh than we oh. have to wait. You I'm know what? I just think that that's what you're going to do. Or or hey, I'm hold on. Going to do. let's let's go back, let's go back to what we'd be willing to do if you told me from here until the well, start of the season I had to fast to in to uh, make sure we won the national championship. Hundred percent, I'm in. Hundred percent, I'm in. But unfortunately, I don't think that will make the season get here any faster. If anything, it'll probably make it feel like it's taking a heck of a lot longer for it to get here. And so I've decided 
in the name of uh, okay. Georgia football to go the opposite way. I'm going to eat as much as I possibly can. By the way, really between quick, now, just for all honesty, Daniel, you were going to do that anyway. Yeah, correct. But now I have an okay. excuse. Now I have. I feel like I have a good reason. So yeah. if you see me on September 3rd and you think things are getting out of hand, now you know why. Season as fast as possible. So, uh, and uh, if you all are worried about my bill at uh, the Chili's, now you understand the first half of that bill. Yeah. And if you understood the second half of the bill, you would be frightened for me. Look, don't make bad bets, Clint. I can't I- help you <laughs> if you. I can't help you if you won't help yourself. All right. Uh, okay. Conference realignment is back on the table today. Um, Yesterday, to be fair, we talked about some reasons to like this, Clint. Before we jump in today, how about this? What are some reasons that fans might legitimately not like this? I think because there are people out there who do not like this. I think some of the reasons are dumb, like they don't. Those teams don't deserve to be in the SEC, as if all the teams in the SEC are even remotely good, which they are not. Many of the teams in the SEC, nay. Most of the teams in the SEC are abjectly bad, yes. so there's no reason that that should be said. But there are some legitimate reasons why people not might not like it, Clint. Um, do you have any of those? Do you have any what, so to throw some bones to the people who might not be in favor of this? Uh, yeah, one, uh, when you play higher competition, the risk of just a daunting schedule, physical football injury goes up a great deal for some of these kids. I think if you look at a schedule where these teams are playing week, if you go from LSU to Bama to Texas three weeks in a row, ooh, that you hitting hard on that. That's look, some you put in teams in between weeks and you have bye weeks before big games for a reason. All of a sudden that becomes somewhat of a concern. Second thing is inundated uh with the outside this conference coaches and teams Mm -hmm. talking for days about how their conference and their wins are just as important as the sec conference and wins. And that narrative is just going to get really old really quickly. Um, And then lastly, uh, the logistics of it, I think uh, it, it creates a lot of moving parts. It just is like a circus all of a sudden, Daniel, and there's going to be a catch up speed for us to try to figure it all out. Uh, so we're behind the eight ball and we're going to have to learn more. I think there's some where it's like, okay, this, this is intriguing, but here are some things that I look towards. I'm none of that makes me against it, but it just makes me think sure. what I have to do as a fan. I think those are totally, totally legitimate things. And again, if this were happening now mm-hmm. or even next year, then I think I would, I, I would definitely be opposed to it, but um, it's not happening now. Who knows if it will even happen? I mean, give me give me odds right now that this happens, Clint. In your mind, Texas and Seven. Oklahoma join the SEC. Ten to one. You think it's ten to one that they do? Yeah. Join the SEC. So you're saying you think there's a ten percent chance that they join yeah. the SEC? Right now, today, percent. Right, right now, today, because all I've heard, I there's nothing in motion. There's been rumors and wild speculation, and there's also been the speculation of grabbing Florida State and Clemson and all these people into this. Right? I'm just saying today. Now, if they leave the Big Twelve, hundred percent. 
they leave the Big 12, it's 100% certainty. They said they intend to do so, but then they had a meeting today with the regents and the powers that be in the Big 12. If I hear more of that, all of a sudden it jumps to probably, uh, it's a guarantee they leave the Big 12. Yeah, I'd say I was putting it closer to about 50-50 right now that it'll even happen. I'm just saying, people are acting like as if this is a done deal. Okay, that's not the way that things work. Uh, and so let's let's all just calm down. But that's not going to stop us from speculating, Clint, because there is much to speculate about when it comes to this. And a lot of it has to do with the way the conference would be realigned if uh, Texas and Oklahoma were to join. And so that's what we're going to talk about on the next two segments of this podcast today. But first, let's talk to you about the fine folks over at betonline.ag. They are your online sportsbook experts. They are the place to go to place all of your wagers on the internet. Go to betonline.ag, enter the promo code locked on, and you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. You want to bet on uh, golf. You want to bet on the Olympics. You want to bet on Major League Baseball. You want to bet on tennis. You want to bet on college football futures. Let's be honest. The only thing you're going to bet on is college football futures. Uh, I'll tell you this. I went the other day to bet the Florida under nine wins, Clint. That's a pretty solid bet, right? The Florida under Uh, nine wins. 100% good bet. Yeah, good bet. But you know what I did instead? I bet the Kentucky over seven wins, Clint. Over seven wins. Look, look, Kentucky. You won't, you won't find two bigger respected fans. We're not fans of Kentucky, but we respect the heck out of that program. Seven wins, they get in that. Daniel, they, they might come in second. Gets, Kentucky winning seven games. Oh, yep. the, you can put that in the bank. How many they games will they be competitive Tennessee. in? No, they'll be they competitive. Yeah, they're, they're going to be competitive in most every game that they play That's right. this year. Uh, anyway, go to betonline.ag, pick your pick your teams, make some money, uh, listen to locks when the season comes on. Uh, betonline.ag is your online sportsbook expert. Daniel, we have uh, this realignment. It, it's looking like they will join, but the logistics of it, like I explained a little earlier, if it is to happen, I give it 10%, you give it 50%. If it is to happen, what does it look like? How would we structure it if we were in charge of SEC realignment, Daniel? All right. So the, you, you have sort of two choices, as I see okay. it. You keep your traditional East and West model, yeah. or you move what the SEC network – now listen to me. Who owns the SEC network, Clint? ESPN. Uh Correct, but who starts? Who started the? Who generates content for the SEC yeah. network? Who's, oh, I see. Whose network is it? It's is it, it's the SECs. Okay, so is it a coincidence that the day this story breaks, the SEC network's got a graphic printed up with no, a proposed four pod system going? So there's been a lot of talk about a, a potential four pod system. Now in the system. There'd be you'd play all the teams in your pod, and then you play a certain number of crossover games each year from each other pod. And I assume that what would happen is you would take the two best records in the conference, and that's it. And those teams would play each other in the SEC championship game. What I would love to see, Clint, okay, is an SEC semifinal. 
if we had a four pod system? What if, what if you take out another non-conference game? You move to two non-conference games. Okay. I know this is getting crazy. This is you okay. now have okay. nine conference games. Here we go. You have two non-conference games. That's okay. only eleven games. That is and only the last the week the last week of the season. You have every team plays another conference game, but it's not scheduled until that week because round, the winners round of Robin all type? four pods. The winners of all four pods would match up in a semifinal. And then the winners of those two games would go to the SEC championship game. Meanwhile, all the other teams that didn't win their pod would get matched up with another random team in the conference, and they would play another filler conference game, right? So that everyone has 12 games on the schedule. But the, the 12th game on four of those teams' schedule would be a de facto semifinal game to get you into the SEC. So the winner of pod A plays the winner of pod B, and the winner of pod C plays the winner of pod See, D. And then those two teams match up against each other in Atlanta. What about that? Uh, so, uh, look, there's a lot of moving parts to this, and I actually like it. But how do you determine which pods match up in the semifinal? It can't be just about record. So is it? It's right. It's ranking. The, they yep. are. There's a. It, yep. It's based on the college football playoff ranking. High seed plays lowest seed. So you don't even look, have to do it. The look, college football playoff see, committee is already doing it for you. Look, I see now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden I really don't like this because you know how much I can trust the football subcommittee? But that's the people making all the important decisions anyway. But I understand, but I understand, but not for but but what you're doing is it's a little bit of a it's a little intrusive because you're setting up a system to set up another system. They could really, if they wanted to, they could determine who gets ranked. They're basically playing God with rankings at that point to their own ends, justifying at the end. Well, but that's that, that. This is only to determine the conference champion. It's not to determine anything other than that. Uh, it's only to determine who plays in the conference championship game. I still think you take the two two schools that have the best records, uh, and there's going to be all sorts of. It's not fair because I didn't play this team, and so and so played this team, or whatever. And you're just going to have to deal with that. But again, in 2025, it's not going to matter as much if you win the conference or play in the SEC title game because if you have a good record, you're going to the college football playoff no matter what. And so uh, the well, let's just start with – let's stick with the pods, and then we'll talk about the pros and cons of this, and then we'll talk about the pros and cons of the East-West system. The pods, as the SEC Network presented them, are – LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M in one pod. Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, and South Carolina in another pod. Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt in another pod. Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas, the Big 12 pod, in another pod. Uh, so, Clint, what do you think about those four groupings? What are the pros and cons of this system in your mind? Here are the here are the pros. Uh, oh, lots and lots of fantastic matchups, Daniel. First of all, give me Florida. Yep, you you ain't going nowhere. Uh, secondly, uh, Alabama. Look, that's just the biggest cupcake conference that there is, right there. That or that Alabama's pod. pod? Yeah, Alabama's pod. I'm sorry, um, I was looking at Georgia's pod and thinking that because well, 
I think this is a very, very, and we're going to get to the East-West model. It is not going to be so favorable for Georgia. No. This is a very favorable pod for Georgia to be in. Look, again, I'm, I'm not saying Florida. I'm, I'm looking at Kentucky solely right there, Daniel. That's, look, that's Kentucky a, that's a is having a, they're having a great, great few years. But let's not forget when Missouri had a good few years. Not you know, just, a couple of years back, and they won the SEC East a few years in a row. Listen, Kentucky's doing all right right now, but they're Kentucky. Okay. What, they're Kentucky. what will not happen is you will not get Oklahoma and Texas in any pod going forward. Uh, they will be in separate pods. They will have a crossover game to keep the rivalry going, but they won't be in the same pod. But see, in this scenario, I don't think you can have crossover permanent rivals. This oh, is you the can't. big you're negative right, you're right. of the 14. Because you don't have enough games in the schedule to keep a permanent non-pod rival, which means, Clint, that Georgia would no longer have a game every single year against Tennessee or Auburn. Nope. So Deep South sold this rivalry. I guess it was a fun T-shirt to wear while you had it, but uh, you're not playing Auburn every year. You're not playing Tennessee every year. That, to me, is the absolute biggest stinker of the pod system, is if you were to lose the traditional crossover rivalries. Um, So you have Alabama. They're playing Auburn and Tennessee every year. But can you imagine Alabama's not playing LSU every year? It'd just be – it would be weird. Everybody kind of gets one team that they want to play, but it's the SEC. Everybody's got 100 rivals, uh, nobody more so than Georgia, and Georgia loses uh, Auburn and Tennessee in this uh, format. I couldn't do it because certainly you're not going to get two permanent rivals. Nope. You might get one, but that means Georgia would not play. They would get Auburn as their permanent crossover rival, and that means Georgia would not play Tennessee every single year, and to me – if you're especially, we talked about the traditionalists yesterday. If you're a college football traditionalist, you just died inside. Like that's oh. it. You're done. Oh, you you might walk away from the sport. You might pull a Davo Sweeney and just say, "This happens. I I might as well go oh. back to the NFL." We got. We're gonna. We're gonna get. To, we're gonna get to Davo. We're gonna get to gonna, Davo later. No, the we're back. we're coming to Davo. But hey, first we'll let you know over at our friends of Rock Auto, uh, they have every single part your car will ever need. I do mean every single part your car will ever need. How do I know? I may have needed it a time or two over at rockauto.com. If you go over there right now, let them know that we sent you putting in the how did you hear about us section locked on. It would help us out and it's going to help you out. How do I know? Like I said, I've used it. It comes straight to your door. Car parts for foreign, domestic, interior, exterior, mechanical, whatever your car needs, Rock Auto has it for you. Head over there right now, rockauto.com. How did you hear about us section locked on? That's rockauto.com. All right, Daniel. So the one, the four pod system is one view of this. There's no traditional rivalries happening. There's lots of chaos and you get lots of new things. There is just, this is, this is chaos upon chaos incarnate over here. Uh, But there's another system and that's the East West is the alternative to this where you just straight down the middle Two divisions in the same conference, and you go geographically east-west. How does that line up? 
Yeah, and this would be pretty simple. You'd have 16 teams instead of 14 teams. So you'd have two eight-team divisions instead of two 17 divisions. Obviously, Oklahoma and Texas are both going to be in the Western Division of the SEC. And there are two very simple and obvious candidates to move from the West to the East. You got to move one of them, and you can't move both of them. Nope. This is your this is your problem if you're the SEC. This is why I don't think the SEC wants to do this, to be honest with you. Because the one thing, it and you could say what you will, but the one thing the SEC doesn't want is to split up Auburn and Alabama. It's no, the sir. one rivalry the SEC cares about. The SEC league office. It's the one rivalry that they care about. Georgia-Florida, I would say, is the second most important rivalry to the league office. The league office doesn't care so much about Georgia-Tennessee or even, to a, to a lesser degree, Georgia-Auburn. But uh, Alabama and Auburn would have to be split up in this model, which would mean you would have to keep a permanent crossover rival. Have to. Because Alabama and Auburn would now need to be each other's permanent crossover rival. Um, or... But but in that scenario, you'd have to move either Alabama or Auburn. And, I mean, let's just say this as a Georgia fan. If they move Alabama over, then, I mean, that's not good. That's no. terrible as a Georgia no. fan. That's terrible news as a Georgia fan. You don't want it. You don't want that smoke every single year. You don't want it on the regular season schedule. You You don't want to have to beat them twice maybe three times to win the national championship. Mm. Beat them? I mean, now. Okay. You don't want that. To me, Auburn is by far the most logical choice. Number one, it's further East. It's basically on the state line. It's quite literally logical it's, in that sense. East would be the key word here. Um, number two, Auburn already has a very – if you move Alabama over, now all of a sudden Auburn's permanent crossover rival has to become Alabama, and you lose the Georgia game for no reason. If you move Auburn over, then Auburn still gets to play Georgia every year, and their permanent crossover rival can be Alabama. It's always made more sense to move Alabama – to move Auburn to the east and leave Alabama in the west and do it that way. Um, I, I still think this, the East West model is the most likely scenario. If two teams join the sec, I don't think they would move to a pod system. I think it's too weird. I don't think the sec is all necessarily that innovative. I don't think they want to change things up that much. I think there are way too many college football traditionalists to move to some sort of a weird pod system. I think you're going to see Auburn move over. And Alabama stay where they are. And Oklahoma and Texas join the West. You know who's not going to be happy about that? Spoiler alert, it's the same people that aren't happy about any of this. It's Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Because that's, that's the, the answer to the question is always Texas A&M. Because in, this, in the pod scenario, Texas A&M doesn't have to play Texas every year. And they don't want to play Texas every year. They Do you just understand never play Texas again. Do you know? Ooh, oh, Daniel, why haven't we talked about this yet? What? Okay, hold the phone. Okay. 
Why haven't we discussed this? This comes back into play relegation, Daniel. <laughs> we go to a two division okay. conference. Some, we go relegation. Some, somebody's been watching too much Ted Lasso, everybody. Don't worry about him. Don't worry about Clint. Ted Lasso. It's a very funny show. It's a very funny but it's a we, very we're funny talking show. about relegation. Somebody just, explain to me what rele, what relegation is. No, explain it to me like I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. Explain it to me like I'm a three-year-old. Um no, that's fantastic. I I think you're right. I think it's gonna be two. Uh do you know who's gonna have lots of oh my gosh, Daniel? Do you know who I can't wait to hear their opinion on this? Saturdays in the fall on CBS. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, is it gonna be it's it's gonna be like the Alabama minute with Gary? Let's talk yep. about how all this impacts Alabama yep. and and coach coach Nick Saban. There it is. Coach, coach Nick, Nick Saban. Saban. What are Gary puts respect on his name. Coach Nick Saban. Uh yeah, there's gonna be Boy, there's going to be a lot of talk about it. How, how many seconds into the first CBS broadcast before either Brad or Gary mentions Texas or Oklahoma? How many seconds? Over, under, 17 seconds into the broadcast. Un- under. Under. <laughs> under. Take the under Take the and under. run with it. Uh, uh, hey, yeah, this we'll, has been locked we'll on. We'll see how it all shakes out. This has been Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you guys tomorrow. See ya.